Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Hope everybody is well. Hope everybody's having a great week. Happy Monday. You know, last week we've been talking about the concept of narrative. I spent a lot of time thinking about it over the weekend. I had the opportunity this week to go back to the synagogue of where my grandparents prayed. They had a Yom HaShoah event. You know, sometimes when you speak, when you think about Yom HaShoah, it takes a few days for it to hit. And over the weekend, I was thinking a lot about what we spoke about in terms of narrative and Yom HaShoah and Holocaust, Remembrance Day and the Holocaust. I've spoken about this before, but I sort of all the pieces were coming together for me, and I wanted to really talk about this today, maybe even tomorrow. We'll see how much we can get get accomplished. You know, I think that there's a narrative that comes out of Holocaust to Remembrance that it's okay, but I think I think you may be missing the point. You know, you go to an event and then they tell you the story about how we were like, you know, led to the to our to our slaughter like sheep, and then they end with like never again. And, and, and I'm not, I'm all for that. Like I, I just want to be clear. Like I, I'm all for never again. Like you know, thumbs up, never again, totally. But I, I think it misses the point. And I think about it every single year. But it's just this now, this year, and I've spoken about this before, but now this year specifically because we've been talking about narrative. And how narrative means so much. And narrative shapes your thinking. And narrative shapes uh, how you see the world. And the Holocaust is such a massive impact on so many people. And the Holocaust now everyone's grappling with because for the first time there are so few Holocaust survivors left. This is the first I was at a Yom HaShoah event. I've been in Yom HaShoah events my whole life. This is the first Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day event that I've ever been at. That when the rabbi says, please light the candles in memory of those who we lost, he didn't didn't invite up the Holocaust survivors because there were no Holocaust survivors. I've never seen that before my whole life. I've I've never been in an event for Yom HaShoah without Holocaust survivors. It was it was it was daunting. Now it's a legacy. It's not a human being anymore. It's a story. It's a narrative. You tell it over to somebody. The little kids today aren't going to meet the Holocaust survivors. So how are they going to keep the legacy of what happened? Now it's a narrative. It's someone's narrative. Someone's giving over a narrative called the Holocaust to someone, or else it's gone. This has moved from a human being that you know and see and, and, and hug and eat their cookies to just a story of a person. The narrative has to be right. The narrative has to be able to carry on. The narrative has to be relevant for me and you. How in the world could it not be? The most cataclysmic event in maybe, for sure, Jewish modern history. I would even argue modern history. Six million Jews. That's insanity. A systematic approach of genocide like we've never seen at the scale. The entire war, the entire world threw into war. Nazis over, almost. The whole world changed. This has to be relevant to me and you. But we got to get the narrative right. The narrative of the Holocaust. Now, I'm not in charge. I'm just one man, one opinion. So take it or leave it. 
but I think we got it wrong. I think the narrative is never again. I, I don't think you need the Holocaust to tell you that you should never have genocide again. Like, I don't think we need all those people, all those deaths to remind us that genocide is wrong. Like, yeah, we don't need that. We know what's going on around the world today and people getting killed is wrong. Just If we just stop focusing on ourselves. It should be intuitive that genocide, anti-Semitism, racism, killing people because of their religion, we sh- it should sort of be intuitive to us that that thing should never happen, ever. Ever. And when we say never again and we mean we should never get killed again, yeah, for sure. We don't need a slogan to remind us that we don't need to tolerate anti-Semitism. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying there's more that we need to take from this. I'll tell you what I take from this. I don't know how they did it. I want to tell you the narrative that I take from the Holocaust. The narrative. Again, I'm not knocking a narrative. I want to tell you the narrative that I take from it. I never got... as a, Again, I'm one man, one opinion. I'm just sharing it with you. As a kid growing up, I never, ever, ever felt inspired by never again. Ever. I, I think that's part and parcel of being a human being. I don't find that to be something you aspire for. That's something that's that's basics. I'll tell you what inspired me about the Holocaust. My grandparents, Holocaust survivors, somehow lived on. Like, I don't know how. Somehow lived on. They started a family. They started a business. They supported their family. They loved their kids and grandkids. They they led prosperous, productive, healthy lives. Despite the worst upbringing maybe ever. Despite what today would be called massive PTSD. They did it without medication, I think. They did it without therapy, I think. They did it without a lot of the services people, people would have today. And they did it. They came to a country after losing their family members. Didn't speak the language. So they didn't have that. Was They weren't trained because they spent their the best part of their lives surviving. They didn't have healthy relationships to turn to when they started their relationships because their everything they remembered about their family was marred in death. Somehow, against every single odd, they built thriving lives. Like, thriving lives. The house never lacked. I never felt the, I never felt the horrors. My grandparents' house was filled with absolute and complete love at all times. They didn't go hungry. They had a loving family. When they passed away, they were around, they, they were surrounded by, 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 by great-grandchildren. 
multiple generations. Healthy, happy, loving family. How? How? How'd they do it? That's the narrative. The narrative are at least one of the narratives. At least the narrative that inspires me. Is the narrative of the survivors. The people that carried on. The people that rebuilt. How'd they do it? Because they had this unbreakable spirit. They were survivors. They were heroes. They felt like survivors. And they had to dig to a place that most people never have to dig to. We speak about it on the show a lot. That soul, that peace of God. They had to dig there always. And they dug there. And when they got there, they used it. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. It wasn't easy. But if you ever doubt the extent of how strong that spirit is, go spend the day with a survivor. And ask them how they handled a, ga- a, a gas chamber. Auschwitz. Returning to a country that was brand new. Had to do it all. They have no idea. They won't tell you. You know what? The, but you know what they'll say? We had no choice. You know what they mean? I dug to my core. That's the narrative. That we're unbreakable. That when you dig deep enough, you'll find all of us. There's power beyond any belief. That's called a legacy that they've given us. I will talk about it. It's a big week. Yom Karon, the Remembrance Day of all those Israeli soldiers that have died. Yom Azimut, Israeli Independence Day. What's going on this week? A lot to talk about. All right, everybody, have a, great, have a great day. Remember, whatever they had to, to move on, you have as well. All right, have a great day. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you again tomorrow. Have a great day. Living on a lifeline. The world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine. But you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life. Pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction. The winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation. Forever feels like you're on the run. It's time. No one else can set you free. You're locked inside. And only you have got the key.